the air shock has shown you each into uh, individual rooms. Uh, and you really didn't know what you were expecting, but they're like, um, they're very utilitarian. Like even Orlay was very fancy. Ferelden was very much utilitarian. Parvalin is literally, it's a room with a, with a straw mat on the floor and a window. And like, <laughs> if you need something else, ask someone, I guess. But like, this is all you need because you're sleeping here, right? This is what the room is for, for sleeping. Aliens in hell. <laughs> Uh, and you all uh, get your stuff settled as best you can, uh, and you are about halfway through unpacking your stuff, Elian, when you hear... Uh, I go over to the door? It's Ren. Uh, he says, hey, uh, before you unpack all your shit, uh, pack all of it back up and come with me. <laughs> Why? Because I'm telling you to. He has slung over his shoulder, like, his bag that he brought, and then also, like, the straw mat that was in his room. He says, grab your shit, including the thing, and come with me. And then he, like, heads off down the hall. Okay. And then he stops at your room, uh, Yariel. Hey, shithead! That's a rude <laughs> way to greet your brother. Open the door! <laughs> I crack it open like an inch. Grab your shit, we're leaving. Wait, why? What? No questions! Grab your shit! And Jesus. then he, like, heads off down the hallway. <laughs> I roll my eyes and I grab my shit. Uh, Fenris is also so sort of tagging along. He's very confused. He does not know what's happening. Um, and then he finally heads to your door, Cassandra. Hey! Yeah, Cass opens it and just stares like, yes. Hey, we're having a sleepover in your room. And he, like, pushes his way into your room. <laughs> like, okay. No, no. Ren. That's what this is about? <laughs> He says, yep, that's exactly what this is about. I have seen what the Kuhn does to mages, and I am not going to leave your side until we are out of Kunindar. And he, like, throws his straw mat on the floor. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. I put my stuff down. <laughs> oh, Cass is, like, oddly touched. She's, like, at first really confused, like, uh, okay. Moves aside, and then just, like, oh, okay. So we're all going to have a big sleepover. How, how, how do we fit? in this room not super well uh like the rooms are not that big and the straw mats took up like 50 percent of the room uh so you kind of have like wall-to-wall -wall sleeping mats but like on the other <laughs> hand like that's a little bit cozy because like all the beds are on the floor and like all your stuff is bundled in a corner and it does like a, like it kind of does have sleepover vibes honestly <laughs> i love that yep all on the floor yeah i like look at all of uh Elian's, like i'm assuming you have a giant bag of like clothes and shit I tried to restrain myself a little bit. <laughs> I don't know where you're going to put that. It'll be a pillow. And he says, but we're all going to stay in this room. Uh, and I have informed the servant that we're all going to be in this room. And she was very confused. Uh, I had to get Fenris to translate. I don't think, now that I'm thinking back on it, I don't think she actually spoke trade tongue. That's probably, that was probably the source of the confusion. Probably, yeah. He says, but it's fine. And then he sits down on the bed and he says, it's hot as hell here. How did you live here, Cassandra? Be because we're born suited for jungles? I don't know how to answer that question, Ren. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, people bitch about how cold Ferelden is and everything, but, like, you can put as many layers on as you want, but you can't take your skin off. Fuck. <laughs> I feel like Elliot is, like, right there with Ren on that. Cass is, like, already, like, down to, like, a top and, like, just back to dressing like normal. Like, okay, I'm sorry. Our my condolences for your skin. <laughs> Is it like a gazillion degrees in there? Like, are we all dying? It's pretty, it's pretty fucking hot. Like, it, like, Minrathis was very warm, but they also have, like, magical cooling systems in the buildings. 
Um, uh, yes, there's no AC in. <laughs> there's no AC in Kunindar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not fair. There probably is some cooling systems, but they probably it's like mechanical cooling systems. You I'm know, like, we're in like a stone, right? We're like inside mm. a stone compound, which. But it would be reserved for like big important buildings, like meeting places and like pe- uh, rooms of like the like the Arishox quarters are probably mechanically cooled somehow. Yeah. It's not efficient for anywhere else, no. <laughs> not for you guys. You guys are just guests, uh, so you get shunted with everyone else. Um, but yeah, it it doesn't take long for you to guys to settle in. Uh, very sleepover, very cozy vibes on the floor. Um, and eventually the servant, very confused still, brings in like a huge tray. It was like, it's food for, you know, like five people. Um, and it's... <laughs> It's she. Ha- it's kind of like a process bringing it all in, but she does bring you all your food, and it is a selection. Like you didn't know what to expect for food either. It's a lot of like, um, a lot of dried fruits, a lot of um, salted meat, uh, things that keep for a long time, uh, but still have a pack a lot of nutrition um, into the into it. Flavor is like sure, like it happens because just most of well, most of what is available. On Parvalin is very spicy, but flavor is not like the point of food for the Kunari. Is there any iced tea? Uh, no. <laughs> Interestingly, the only drink that they serve you is they have a big pitcher of water, and then they have another pitcher which is very hot and full of a strange dark brown liquid that none of you have ever seen before. Uh, but Cassandra, you grew up knowing yeah. what this is. This is coffee. Yeah. Um, She's just like, oh my god. <laughs> why would they serve hot coffee why would they serve hot liquid it's like a million degrees <laughs> red's like are they trying to kill us and he looks at you Cassandra. Cassandra, are they trying to kill us is there some elvish belief that you're not supposed to drink hot liquid when it's hot outside <laughs> because that's bullshit why would you it's already hot why would you do that because it doesn't actually change the temperature of your body just try it that sounds fake first of all <laughs> I feel like Elian is just like, you know, curiously sniffing at his cup, but he's going to try a sip. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you guys tell me, how do your characters like coffee? <laughs> there are a couple <laughs> food food things that are unique to Parvalin. Um, I was you did remind me that there is sugar. I think sugar actually is important. It's like the only thing mm-hmm. that ever snuck out of Kunari lands. Like it was the most vital thing. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the one person who wasn't Kunari who ever went to Kunindar brought back sugar just because like they felt like they there was a moral obligation to bring sugar. <laughs> and then uh, our light was like, Thank God. <laughs> Yay, praise Andrasse, we can make our stupid little cakes. Uh, but there are a lot of foods that are completely unique to Parvalin. Uh, canonically, I think bananas are only Ooh. grown on Parvalin. Uh, the cacao beans and the cocoa beans, so coffee and sugar uh, and uh, chocolate also. Chocolate. chocolate is unique to Parvalin. And I'll get to chocolate. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like Kaz like, smells the coffee and it's just like, oh, oh, okay, good, good, good. Yeah, like as you probably wouldn't have gotten a lot of chocolate as a Sarabas, but yeah, Sarabas probably would have gotten coffee. Like, it's a good wake-up drink. Like Cheap stimulant. Salter drink, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cheap stimulant. They're like, all right, time to wake up. Go explode that thing. Let's go, chop, chop. Uh, so how are your feelings on... It's been a long time since you've had uh, since you had coffee, Cassandra. Oh my god, yeah. It's been a long time. So I feel like the scent just sort of, like, knocks her, where she just, like, stops and just, like, inhales it. And it's like, oh, it's been so long since I smelled this. How do the rest of you like coffee? Nope. 
if I wanted to drink bitter root juice, I would go find a fucking twig and put it in a pot. <laughs> Red takes a sip and he's like, it's really bitter. He's like milk or like sugar or something. Yeah, something. But it's not <laughs> bad. Ren's actually supposed to be a chef. It's just he's right. He's been <laughs> stuck. He, he was like stuck fighting the archdemon, but he really wanted to be a chef. You guys, <laughs> he has a lot of opinions about food. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like Elian Elian prefers the coffee to like any of the spicy stuff that is the majority of this meal. Uh, Fenris, I think, likes coffee a lot. He actually probably got had some coffee uh, mm. back when he had back when he was on Saharan. Uh, so he knows immediately, like, oh, yeah, this is coffee. Be careful. Don't drink too much of it. I, like, turn suspiciously. Why? Is it poisoned? No. Well, no. I think technically it is. Never mind. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not poisoned. It's just that it'll keep you up a long time if you're not careful. I snatch it away from Ren. <laughs> I'm like, hey. <laughs> no, you don't need any more stimulants. But <laughs> <laughs> it was tasty. It's bad enough as you're just bad enough as you are. We don't need any more of this. Wow, rude. Ouch. <laughs> the rest of the food is pretty good. Um, you are only given like about half an hour in total um, to eat what was presented to you uh, before you are summoned again by a different servant this time uh, to meet with the Arishok in one of the upper chambers. Cool. Look, look warily, Cassandra. How are you feeling about this? Is that going to be a habit of yours, asking me every five minutes? Because the answer is always going to be the same. Don't ask me. It's terrible. Let's go. (laughs) We'll see how you feel in five minutes. (laughs) Okay, it'll be the same. I feel like Ren is feeling extremely protective of you, Cassandra. Um, Like, he he has a, a deep respect for specifically Sten. But right. he he is worldly enough to know that the Kuhn is, you know, especially to mages, the Kuhn is pretty mm. terrible. Mm. Uh, and, you know, he knows what those scars on your mouth are. Uh, so he is going to be staying, like, within arm's reach of you until you specifically tell him to fuck off, basically. Oh. Uh, Fenris, I think Fenris's reaction to the whole situation is really more like muted curiosity. Like, he did spend time on Saharan, he learned how to speak Kuhnlaut. But he stayed with Fog Warriors, which is a very right. different experience uh, hmm. from actually being in Parvalin and being immersed in the Kyun. Um, he uh, is um, a little wary of it. He has he was a slave, so like he knows what it's like not to have a lot of agency in your life and your decisions. The Arishok, it turns out, lives at what you based on just the number of stairs that you have to climb to get there. He lives at the very, very top of this particular pyramid. Uh, and up here, there is that mechanical cooling system that I mentioned. Like, uh, you know, there's specific wind tunnels that are in specific places that bring a constant breeze um, through this room. It's large. It's not decadent. Nothing in Parvalin is decadent. Uh, but it is appointed. Uh, it, there's a large meeting table uh, in the center, each with with about six or six to ten chairs circled around it there's a cordoned off bedroom there's a large desk full of writing instruments and paper uh a window that overlooks uh the city which is it's a pretty fucking good view uh from the top of this pyramid you can see right out over the city of kunandar uh, and the Arishok is sitting at the table um the sun is setting now uh, and he says ah yes 
Come in, have a seat. There are a few things we need to discuss now that we're here. Cass definitely immediately sits down. Like, no questions asked. Let's just get to it. Elian sits on one of her sides. Ren sits very as close to you, Cassandra, as possible. Again, he's <laughs> staying within arm's distance of you until you tell him to go away. As you all get yourself situated, the Arashok sets down the whatever. He'd been writing something. You're not sure what. He sets down um, the the paper. He sets the paper aside and he addresses you and he says, I have been considering what tactics might be best to sway the Aragena into our way of thinking. The Aragena is very reasonable, he says. She is persuaded by facts and evidence more than anything. And so I think it would be a good use of all of your time here if you... And he hesitates. He says, I know I'm asking quite a lot of, of you in this, but it might be good if you could get into the records of the Ben Hasroth. Cass definitely like chose what? Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know too much about the Kuhn, but like what? Uh, uh Elian and uh Sabre roll cultural lore for me. Oh god. Okay, uh so Sabre, you have no idea what the Ben Hasroth is. <laughs> I hurt myself thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it literally causes you pain. <laughs> Take one before psychic damage. Um <laughs> Uh, Elian, with the 15, what you know is that the Ben Hasroth is basically the secret police of the Kunari. You know that the name Ben Hasroth literally means heart of the many, and that the Ben Hasroth is supposed to be the soul of the Kun, and that it's supposed to be like the guiding force that keeps the people, the body of the Kun, uh, on the correct path, uh, and which in this case means following the Kun as closely as possible, like the letter of the Kun. Uh, which is actually a written document. The Tome of Koslun. Uh, Ashkari Koslun was the one who designed the Kyun, who wrote the whole thing out. And so keeping to the spirit of the Kyun means abiding by literally what Koslun wrote. Their methods are um, I feared. Uh, that, that's, a good, that's a good word for it. They are feared. They, like most of the stories that you've heard about the Ben Hasroth are called the re-educators. The re-educators are people that forcibly take people usually those who have escaped the kyun and break their minds with um a combination of torture and a poison called sarkamek you don't know a whole lot about sarkamek other than that it is very deadly i feel like the only reason he knows that it's even a thing is because of the studying of poisons that he did so saying you need to break into the ben hasroth is a bit like say like you need to fucking break into the headquarters of the nsa <laughs> uh, and find some some dirt from them. It's a like how, how why you that's yeah. a bad idea. No, what? <laughs> I mean, Elian looks pretty darn alarmed at this suggestion. Uh, and the Arishok seems to like he understands. Like he he sees the look of alarm and he's like, I I know this is asking a lot, but the Ben Hasroth has made a point of keeping things like defections and. Uh, suicide's secret. And I think if we had the real data on how many people voluntarily leave the Kuhn or willingly commit suicide rather than subject themselves to a life within the Kuhn, if we could present that evidence to the Aragena, it would be our best chance at showing her that there really is a problem, not just with the Arakun, not just with the Ben Hasrath, but with the Kuhn fundamentally. 
How would we get anywhere near that? He says, I can give you some limited authority, um, a good way in. Uh, I think after nightfall tomorrow would probably be the best time to do it. There is a building I believe would be the best place to go where they keep a lot of the hard records. And I think that would be your best target. If it is the only way, then, I suppose. So is this like breaking into a very secret library? Worse. It's worse. Much worse. Right. Okay. Ren says, it's a bit like breaking into a secret library, but if you fail, you get killed. Tortured, then killed, maybe, if you're lucky. Uh, No, if you're lucky, you'll be tortured and turned into a herd animal, effectively. I feel like death is better. <laughs> I'm looking more and more horrified. Like, why, why? He, the Arishok says, I, I will remind you that you do have some immunity. Like, you are my formal diplomatic guest, so that does afford you some protection. But you do need to be very careful. Understand that if I could do this myself, I would. But I'm too high profile. There are people who know where I go every step of the day. I feel like Cass definitely looks like directly at Yaria, like, careful is not everybody's strong point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually fairly sneaky, shut up. (laughs) You were planning to steal a camel. (laughs) (laughs) That was Ren's idea, I was just gonna help. I don't see how that's relevant. (laughs) (laughs) That's a completely different thing, honestly, Cassandra, you really have to stop dragging on about that. I want a lumpy horse, I don't understand why. Everybody wants a lumpy horse, honestly, it's a very reasonable request, so. (laughs) Cass just, like, looks back at the air shock, like, Jesus, see? (laughs) (laughs) He just said diplomatic immunity. (laughs) He says, but there are limits to diplomatic immunity, especially when the Arakian is as unhinged as she is. I don't know if she'll respect the traditions of, just be careful. I'm like looking at Cassandra like, I mean, this is your call. Yeah. And she hates it. <laughs> she just like sort of deep inhales and like, all right, we will do our best to be as careful as possible and find those records. All right. I would recommend uh, traveling lightly. Perhaps one of you should stay behind. They basically say, like, you, combat wise, you can only take one. Um, <laughs> Your choices are Ren or Fenris, so let's put it that way. Who do you want to bring with you? I feel like Sabre's not letting Ren stay alone in Ganondar. Well, he he does have Sten. Well, oh god. That's... Yeah, I can leave him here with Sten. If you wanted to, yes. I mean, technically, Ren is a rogue, isn't he? He is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's sneaky. I don't remember if I put any points into stealth for him. I mean, he's got high deck, so he'll have high stealth, but I don't know if he's, if stealth is a thing that I, okay, um, never mind. Ren has a plus 11 to stealth. Sorry. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I thought so. Just because he's so OP. Because he's level 20 <laughs> is the thing. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My vote personally, I think I'm voting Ren just because of the stealth component of things. Because we can be like, well, I don't know. Are we? Pro- no, we're not prone to run into any kind of like dark spot out here. So it's probably fine. There has literally never been a single threat from a blight to Parvalin. Okay. Yeah. Nope. See, so I'm not worried about him like going crazy and trying to kill us all again. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, fun. you know, other Kunari and, you know, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? And you escaped, Sarabas. You look very familiar. You know, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, but that's true whether we've got Ren or Fenris, so. True, true. Yeah, so I feel like Sneaky. Sneaky is better. That's my vote. So you want to bring you want to bring Ren? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like this suits Ren just fine uh, because he is still in big brother mode over you, Cassandra, and he does mm-hmm. not fancy the idea of letting you sneak into the Ben Hasroth headquarters without him. This is a terrible plan. Uh, but yeah, he is totally down. He's totally down to clown with that. Uh, and the Arishok, uh seems a little reluctant, but he nods and he says, very well. He says, you all are free to return to your rooms now. And he says, but before you go, uh, Kadan, I would speak to you alone if you don't mind. Everyone's like, okay, sure. Kind of like suspicious. And I'm like, please don't let anything happen to him. <laughs> he says it, it, would, it would be hard pressed for something to happen to him in the two minutes that I need to speak with him. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> pushing Ari out. I'm like, let them talk. Let's go. I do the thing where I like put my two fingers, you know, like, you know, the water trap thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm watching you. <laughs> like, I'm watching you. <laughs> so you head back to your room. Anything you want to talk about while you're waiting for Ren to reappear? What do you think he's talking to Ren about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm like creating my neck around like <laughs> oh my god i don't like not being included in things <laughs> i would be more worried about what we have to do oh uh, that's i figure that's you guys's responsibility i'll just show up and not go wherever you want me to <laughs> oh, <laughs> they could be talking about anything for all we know and that is also not our business <laughs> he's my brother everything is my business <laughs> okay well what are you guys gonna do to break into this place do you think I've ever been anywhere near such a place? I have no idea. Or oh, you're from here, Cassandra. <laughs> um, uh, you probably would have gotten your education as Sarabas here, the headquarters of the Ben Hasrath. Mm. Um, but once you were turned over to your Arvarad, you probably would never have seen it again. Although, right. you know, you were eight when you began your training as Sarabas. Right. So <laughs> that was that was a long time ago. Memories might be hazy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'll say that too. I'm like it. It was a long time ago. I don't don't really have lots of memories of that time. Ah, uh, that's fair, little sister. Well, still, do you have any ideas of anyone we could talk to, or you know, we we're not we don't know where we're going with this. Like, I don't even know where this building is. The Arishak has implied that he will he will take you there, and he can get you in on the ground floor. But the rest is up to you. Yep. Ah, uh, I hate this plan. And I hate being here, but seems like that's all that we got to go on. <sighs> sooner sooner we start, sooner we can get out. Well, do you know if, I don't know, would they store things on higher levels? Like, I... That's a good question. Would um, she know, like, about their store, like, the way that they store things or categorize things? I mean, the, um, Cassandra, you know, just, like, all... All large buildings in Kunandar are very logically designed. Uh, right, exactly. There are three large pyramids, and one for the Arishak, the headquarters of the Antam, one for the Aragena, the headquarters of the Matriarchy, and one for the Arakian, the headquarters of the priesthood and the Ben Hasroth. Um, and allegedly, like, the pa- the places that everyone needs to access, like, there are some functions of the Antam, the, the Matriarchy, and the priesthood that everyone just needs to access. And those things are on the bottom levels. And the more the higher up you get, the more uh, specific the mm. stuff is. Um, and theoretically, the each of the three of the triumvirate live at the top of the pyramids. Right, that is the theory. <laughs> and I feel like yeah, Cass will impart that. Well, we saw that you saw the Arishok lives at the top. That is the case for all of them. So in theory, <laughs> more important things are further up. 
Further up, exactly. And also, the Aracune is going to be further up, too. Great. Fuck. Um, a couple minutes later, uh, the conversation uh, going on easily. Uh, Ren returns, and he sits there, and he says, Ugh, I don't know how I'm going to fucking sleep in this heat. It's hot as fuck here. Really is. Cassandra, how do you stand it? I literally grew up here and knew nothing else, so there's that. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Hey, what do he tell you? He says, fucking mind your own business. No. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think so. What do he tell you? Hey, what do he tell you? I like poke him. Oh he pokes you back. He's like, it's fucking personal. Oh, fine. I like throw my pillow at his head. Oh, wait, no, we don't have pillows, do we? <laughs> right, no, there's no pillow, yeah. He has straw mats and blankets. That's it. <laughs> throw my blanket at his head. I'm like, fine, I guess you don't have to tell us. But if we die because you withhold personal information that could have helped us- It doesn't have anything to do with this, you weirdo! (laughs) (laughs) I, like, roll my eyes. So do you have any ideas of getting us into this place? I mean, I figure I'm just gonna do my usual thing and sneak. That's what I'm I'm good at. I'm good at sneak. You are good at that. You've always been annoyingly good at that. I'll just do that. (laughs) Okay, but how are we gonna get Cassandra in? She's not good at that. Mm Mm-mm. That's a point says, um... Hey, could you pretend to be one of them? Me? No, not you. Cassandra. One of the Ben Hasroth? Yeah. Huh. Uh, uh, like, the mouth scars are kind of a giveaway. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone in the Ben Hasroth will see your mouth scars and know uh, what you are. Um, if you wanted to go, if you wanted to come up with a plan, um, I mean, theoretically, any one of you could pose as Vidathari. Vidathari are the human and elven converse to the Kian. Like, they don't have any special distinguishing marks. And actually, a lot of Vidathari end up joining the Ben Hasroth. Because, you know, elves and humans make great spies in Right, they just blend in. They blend in really well. So, like, they would be perfect- Most people would be perfectly willing to believe that, like, any one of you could be Vidathari and work for the Ben Hasroth. Yeah, I feel like Cass flips it back on there, then it's like, yeah. But I I couldn't pass, but you could. I mean- Cassandra, Cass, do you really think that you want me to pretend to be somebody I'm not? <laughs> I meant more like the broad you. Okay, good, good. I just wanted to be clear that you weren't talking about me pretending to be somebody I'm not. No, you and I the know. non-horned people in this room. Okay. Fenris says, well, maybe that can be the cover. One of you is Vidathari trying to return an escaped Sarabas? Yeah, that seems reasonable. Not the worst plan in the world. It's up there, but it's not the worst. So it's definitely Elian, right? I like looking at you. I'm like, you're, you're <laughs> like, we all agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're all on the same page that Elian will do this. I hate this, but you're probably right. The best Why performer do you hate this? Lot. You love performing. Because it's putting Cassandra in danger. It really doesn't matter where I am here. It's in danger, so. She makes a good point. Fenner says, I'll have to teach you a little bit of Kinlot. Okay. Uh, and actually, you should probably help him, Cassandra, because you, like, uh, Fenris native, speak- native speaker versus- yeah, Fenris, Fenris right? does speak Kinlot, but he learned it from, like, fog warriors in the jungle. Right. Uh, so. It's a little bit rougher. And there are some phrases that you would have to learn, Elian. Asit Taleb is a big one. Uh, the Panahedan and Shanahedan, uh, greetings, that kind of thing. Most uh, Vidathari are like in- I mean you've got to learn Kinlot if you become a Vidathari but like the actually I think 
Kizan, you could probably explain this to Elian. Like, mm. Venethari are expected to learn Kionlat, but also the Kunari are one of the great, one of the, probably one of the best things, I, I just, I hesitate to say, one of the best things about Kunari culture is that they're actually really good teachers. Right, exactly, yeah. Kunari is a hard language to learn, uh, but they teach it very well. The Tamasrans are excellent teachers, just generally speaking. And they've got they've got uh, teaching down to a science, so yeah, you would be expected to know at least a couple phrases in in Kinlot. Right. So yeah, Kaz would definitely turn to Ellie and be like, "I can teach you the phrases that you should know." Fenris is like, "I'll help." Okay. <laughs> and I feel like you probably spend the most of the next day doing that because it's it's a, quite a job. Uh, yep. Kinlot is a very hard language to learn, and Orlesian is about as far from Kinlot <laughs> as you can possibly get. Yeah, and throughout, so you spend most of the day rehearsing uh, various Kunlat phrases and coming up with like a story for why you're here and what you're doing. Uh, and while they are all doing that, the next day uh, around lunch, uh, Ren sits down next to you, Yarl, and he says, "All right, I got to keep this on the fucking deal, but I got kind of a favor to ask." Look, I don't think there are any eggs here. Okay, so stop. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> he says, Yariel. I like slap him on the shoulder. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm so- yeah, yeah. He says, that thing you were so nosily prying about last night. Are you going to tell me what it is? Yes, but you need to keep it on the DL, which is why I opened with keep it on the DL. Okay. And I mean it, Yariel. Keep it on the DL. So does that mean I can tell, like, one no, other? No, it means no one. Do you okay. understand how this works? <sighs> Fine. Okay. Okay. It's just between us. I promise. My word is a Dalish. He says, it's not a big deal. It's just that the Arashok didn't want it to get out in case we couldn't do it, which there's a pretty good chance that we can't do it. He wants us to be on the lookout in the Ben Hasrath headquarters for... God, I had some long fucking Kunari name. I don't remember. It's basically like the communal lost and found, apparently, of like the entire nation. (laughs) Okay. He says he wants to be on the lookout for the room with that because he's looking for a dragon tooth that was lost here a long time ago. Dragon tooth. It would have been on a long leather strap, like a necklace. Interesting. Why does he want this? I told him, I said, like, I don't know why you think I'd be good at finding this thing. And then he pointed out to me quite correctly that I managed to find a single sword in the middle of Ferelden during a blight. Which, okay, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I feel like that was a weird precedent to set. Like, Ren, here with Ferelden, and also really good at finding specific trinkets. <laughs> <laughs> but I told him I would help. So I will. So why can't we tell anyone else about this? Wouldn't it help if other people were on the lookout? Because no, because it probably you probably won't be able to find it, and he, I don't, he it has something to do with Cassandra. I don't know specifically what he won't oh, tell me. Okay, and just in case we're not able to find it, he doesn't want to get anyone's hopes up. Okay, it's like a birthday present. I get it. I get it. This makes sense. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. So it's just a dragon tooth. How big are dragon teeth? Is it a big one or is it like a baby? Uh, well, I mean, it depends on how big the dragon was. A high dragon tooth is about the size of your hand. Oh, jeez, that's going to be hard to sneak out. (laughs) (laughs) So the cover story that you guys come up with, you've got the basics of it, it sounds like. You're trying to return and escape Cyrabas. And all three of you would have had um, different names. Like, obviously, if someone asks who you are, they're not going to be expecting you to say, oh, I'm Elian. They're going to be expecting you to say, like, I'm Talus or something like that. Talus, I think, means assassin? Says to solve. Yeah, a a solver of problems. Uh, Salit 
is I don't know what Salit specifically means, but they're typically with the Ben Hasrath. Okay, so let's just say a good name for Elian would probably be Talus. Um and then maybe Ren and so Ren and Yariel could both be um uh Salit. Okay. It would be confusing, uh, but apparently that's a thing. Like there are parties with like multiple taluses, multiple like uh people with the same name, like two two or sometimes three of them in the same war band, which it seems like it would be confusing, but it's one of the many things that you're just supposed to accept about the kin. You're just a thousand <laughs> people with also your name. Okay, so Elian Elian is Talus, Ren and Yariel are Salit. And of course, Cassandra would be Saribas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you have to be very careful not to refer to her as Cassandra. Yeah. What are you, like, is there anything else that you want to impart upon Elian and I guess everyone else, Cassandra, about what they need to know and how they should act before you begin this mission? You've got the rest of the next day. Yeah. So I feel like she definitely needs to at least address or describe Asit Taleb, like that whole feeling. This is the way things are supposed to be. They are meant to be. And you don't question things. They just are. And then she's like looking very, very intensely at Elian. You don't question things. They just are. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't like this, but yes. Can we also talk about what's going to happen? So sure, we're walking in here being like, we have a captured Cerebos. We're bringing her back to like be put in a prison or something like that. Uh, no, she would be re- she would be re-educated. Re-educated, okay. yeah. Presumably, they're going to try to then re-educate her. Like, yeah, uh, can, like take her away gonna... from us. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the plan? Friend says, well, I mean, we can use that as a cover story just to get our foot into a door, right? We wouldn't actually turn her over to anyone. Hell no. Yeah, of course. I'll let her, like, be re-educated. That sounds terrible. But I think we do have to uh, reckon with the, uh, with the idea that we might have to kill some people. I look at Cassandra, like, that's, is that bad? That seems bad. I mean, I'm always fine with killing people, but. She just looks very passive, like, we definitely will have to kill people. Just a matter of doing so quietly. Ren says, yes, I think that is the main point. We can, we can kill people. Like, I am ethically fine with killing a re-educator. I feel like I, I don't have any particular qualms with that. But I do, we should keep it quiet. Uh, You know, drag bodies into, do they have closets in the queue? I'd assume so. Everybody needs storage for something. <laughs> Some kind of somewhere where people don't go off and uh, just, we just gotta be quiet about it, Yariel, he says to you. <laughs> we gotta be quiet about it, Yariel. That's not, I'm not good at killing people quietly. That's not my thing. Well, you fucking better get good at it. Oh, God. <laughs> and says, it'll probably be good. It'll, it'll be fine. Right? It'll be fine. It's fine. The next morning arrives. You have all still been playing sleepover in Cass's room, and the <laughs> servant has confused been attending to you all as such. The Arishak wakes you up at dawn, uh, and he says, I have a appointment to keep with a Aragana, he says, and on the way there, you four will very quietly jump out of the back of my caravan. Sounds good. Shoulder on my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like what's could what could possibly go wrong it could really be fine <laughs> you all pack up your shit and you climb into the back of uh this 
caravan that is waiting for you at the base of the pyramid. Uh, it seems like important people in uh, in the Kyun always get transported by caravan as a safety protocol. And you end up winding your way through the streets of Kunandar. Uh, it is... Well, you tell me. Would it be surprising at all to everyone that... It's just kind of like a city, like just a, like it's it's a little different, like it has a different flavor, but it's like it's just a city fundamentally. Like there's kids running around in the streets sometimes. Uh, there's you know people haggling over various goods, little street vendors set up along popular roads. Like for being a culture that's so foreign, it's still just kind of a city. I mean that's pretty cool. It's, I think probably, like, I mean, I've got the same effect that any, like, tourist has going to a new place where are just like, that's really cool, what's that? Oh, they have markets here? Who knew? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's like, how do you think we get our goods, Yariel? <laughs> sort of assumed there was, like, a like a factory? I don't know. I, I hadn't really thought about it, Cassandra. <laughs> he hasn't thought about anything, Cassandra. Yeah, either. that's good, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Elian would be fascinated, but is just too nervous. <laughs> The cover arrives for your exit uh, pretty pronouncedly. Uh, apparently, the Arishok has a few goods from the Southern Lands that he wants to drop off as a courtesy uh, to uh, be inspected by the Vitasala and others uh, uh, to, to to see if there is any worth that can be extracted from them in the name of the Kyun. Uh, and you guys are coincidentally helped to... You are, you are all roped into helping move these crates of things into the bottom level of this pyramid um and so you saw the bottom level of the Arishox pyramid it has a, it had they all have their own names they're very long in Kunlot, and i'm not i'm not gonna try to no <laughs> um uh and it was very utilitarian it was very empty and expansive with lots of room for people to come and go in various hallways the the ground floor of the Arakyun's pyramid uh, is a little more close. Like, there are lots of signs telling you what's down this hallway and what's on this floor and where to go to find other things on other floors and other hallways. Uh, there's a lot that the priesthood uh, has to do uh, with the public, much more so than the Antam. And you are all helpfully, just helpfully unloading all of these crates, uh, and you know, there's a there's someone who works for what, the priestess. You think, who is telling you where to put things, uh, and then conveniently, one of the Arishok's men asks her a question, uh, and she heads off to answer that question, uh, leaving a hallway that leads deeper into the pyramid wide open. <laughs> I feel like we take that chance. <laughs> Let's go. Hey friends, Tessa here. If you're desperate to hear the next episode, chances are good that you can by joining our Discord server. We post links to all episodes and pre-release, and you can even chat with us and listen live as we record. Join us by going to bit.ly slash CFC Discord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Critfail Club does not advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also like it, make a post on social media about it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash cfc channel, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.